The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Retropop. I am one of your hosts, Matt Johnson, alongside with me every single other week. My my you know what? If he was a happy meal toy choice, I would choose him every single time. My man Johnny Townsend. Johnny, how are you doing, pal? Thank you. I appreciate that. Unfortunately for you, we rarely ever get the choice in what happy meal toy we get. And uh, that's probably how most listeners feel when it's me. They're like, I didn't choose this. And but uh, here we are. Speaking of which, obviously today we're talking about McDonald's. Matt, I've been itching to ask you this. We both got Happy Meals today because we're amazing adults. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I have to. I have to know what was your toy. Oh, uh, well, I I actually didn't get. I didn't get one because the line was too long. Oh wow! Yeah. It was way too long. I wouldn't have made it here by this time. That's why I'm so mad. Oh wow! That's why this show is cursed. I'm jealous. It is. I'm actually. I. I, <laughs> I. Yeah. I. I tried to relay that in the message. Obviously, I must have got a little tongue tied. But, um. Yeah, I didn't get one. I was really mad. You know how mad I am. Wow. And I feel well, bad. You can be even more mad when I. I, I feel bad because I. I told you, let's go get Happy Meals. And he, and here yeah, I am yes. after work. I I didn't eat all day, and all I wanted was a freaking Happy Meal. And I don't have a Happy Meal. <laughs> There's no toys in front of me to play with. I don't know what to do with myself. Well, uh, that's that's okay because I'll play with myself for the both of us. Is that a sentence I can use? Censor that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, they're they're doing Marvel toys right now, and. Uh, I pulled a Scarlet Witch. Oh, and when my you hit, God. When you hit the little button behind behind her head, she waves her arms like she just don't care. I'm so angry. I'm Yeah, they're doing Marvel again. Well, good. You know what happened last time I tried to get Marvel? Uh, the Avengers toys? All right. I sat in line for about 20 minutes. All right. I ordered four Happy Meals for me and my wife to share because I'm like, ooh, we're going to get some Avengers toys. Got home, yeah. pulled them out. You know what I had? Lego Ninjago what? toys. Nobody wants Lego Ninjago toys. That movie was terrible. I wanted Endgame toys, and I didn't get no – I didn't get none. <laughs> I still have some. I might, I might send you okay. one just to make it happen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, be prepared Be prepared by how off their faces are. <laughs> Um, that would make me happy. <laughs> that would make me very happy. Um, I'm trying to remember who all I have. Uh, I think Captain Marvel. I have, uh, and she does not look like Captain Marvel. Oh no, that bad. <laughs> I have to huh? say that much. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awful. I have to send you pictures if I remember. Okay. Uh, but Matt, um, I mean, I'm sure I didn't give it away. What are we? Uh, what are we discussing today? Oh, you. <laughs> yeah, surprise! We're totally talking about McDonald's. Everybody, everybody's favorite. Uh, favorite fat i think most people's favorite fast food place if you don't if you don't love it now you at least loved it at least one point in your life i would like to imagine I th- yeah i think i think at least at some point in your life 
uh, that's probably a, a fairly fair assessment there. Because I know when I was a kid, it was it was obviously one of my favorite places to go. Uh, as I've gotten older, and I like to say that my tastes have refined, uh, even though they really have it. Because um, as soon as I get to McRib, I'm right back at you, <laughs> McDonald's. But um, it's you know I, other places I probably like more than McDonald's nowadays. Yeah. But I still I still do like McDonald's. I had, I had some good chicken McNugs today. Ooh. I'll tell you that much. Those things were fresh. I'm jealous. And dipping them in that dipping them in that sweet and sour sauce. Oh. Uh, to the chef. I'm getting moist here. Um, on that note, everybody, <laughs> I think we should start discussing our personal history with McDonald's. Rocky Roll McDonald's. Rocky Roll McDonald's. Rocky Roll McDonald's. Rocky Roll McDonald's. McDonald's will make you fat. They serve Big Macs. They serve quarter pounders. They well, I've been I've been a chubby person for a long time. There was it, it's <laughs> there, <laughs> that's literally how how both our bios would start. <laughs> yeah, that's how I would start my my Mick Tinder or something. Um, <laughs> all there all okay. Yeah, we're doing a McDonald's Tinder profile. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. all we're gonna do. Uh, a McTinder. I love it. My life is really defined by. A few years or, or periods of time where I'm like in shape, um, athletic, cannot. Yeah, I will say at one point you were quite in shape because I've seen your in ring career. I had a good, uh, I had a good like five. Three, I had like a two year stretch, or no, high school I was good. I had like a two year stretch in high school. Got fat in college. Went to pro wrestling. Was still fat, and then got got skinny for like two years, and and now it's just downhill from there. So. Um, so McDonald's has life, man. McDonald's has been a very uh, quintessential part of my life. It is comfort. It, <laughs> it is comfort food. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I've eaten a lot of McDonald's. I, I was turned on to it by an early age. I mean, uh, my parents didn't feed us it religiously because they they knew what what it was. But uh, I don't know. There's just, just you know, just take us there on the drive through. Uh, get your kids' meal. Here's your food. Here's your toys. Shut up. Leave me alone. We're watching. We're watching Seinfeld for the rest of the night, and it worked. It was quintessential for our, our upbringing. So, um, very early on, and I can't tell you how many times, like uh, the the toys, the toys were the be- absolute best part. Uh, you know, of going to McDonald's. Yes. The food was great because I didn't know any better. But uh, the, the the they actually they had some of the better Happy Meal, like kids meal toys, like them and uh, Burger King. I always had the best ones, but McDonald's seemed to get a lot of good licenses for uh, for big time, you know, for big time products. Uh, I can remember from a very early age, uh, Super Mario Bros. They did that one. I actually have, I actually have some of them sitting up here in my uh, in the studio. I got a couple of those. Um, uh, I, I think that they might have did Bobby's World. That might have been Burger King. Uh, but I do remember the Power Rangers toys that they used to have, um, and it's always been. It's always been great to uh, kind of go back to, uh, um, you know, just when I see there's a cool toy, I'll be like, eh, I'll, I'll get a Happy Meal. But uh, the toys keep me coming back. They they really do. Uh, occasionally a drunk night, I will go and get, like, a couple triple cheeseburgers and uh, and, and call it a night. But um, I'm not driving, by the way. I'm not driving. No drunk driving. Drunk driving is bad. This is a PSA from Retro Pop. Do not drink and drive. Um, but McDonald's is the perfect drunk food, I guess. Johnny, how about you? 
Yeah, I'd say McDonald's and Taco Bell are probably kind of tied for that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Some of those. Oh, yeah. Those are like top two for drunk when people were drunk. Uh, yeah, growing up, it was it was one of my favorite places. Not only do you get a Happy Meal with a toy, but also they had those little playgrounds with the ball pits and stuff. Yes. Oh, man, I, I loved that as a kid. One of my favorite things now, now I'm fairly certain I could have even fit in one of the slides. So <laughs> I'd get stuck halfway or something. I had a friend in high school on my high school wrestling team. We went to McDonald's uh, before a wrestling tournament, and he was our heavyweight, and he got stuck in the tunnel. He got to, Okay, so. good. I'm glad it's happened before. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, how do they get him out? They get like a giant plunger? <laughs> uh, butter. No, uh, uh, just we're rest- we were wrestlers, so we just kind of kicked him. We just kind of kicked him and shoved him down. So, um, so that was, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to do anything when something's choking. You just <laughs> just force it. Uh, um, yeah. So you know, as f- when I was a kid, obviously, I think it's as most kids like McDonald's was a treat. Uh, getting a Happy Meal was a treat. There's so many iconic toys. I remember. I remember getting really excited when I knew they had ha- had Hot Wheels in them. Uh, it was one of my favorite things. Was when Hot Wheels was uh, was a part of it. Um, they they uh, or anything Disney like they did a lot of rela- Disney related stuff. They did yes. Uh, when I they still do, but when I was a kid especially. And uh, so and one of the honestly and one of the things that really stands out about McDonald's is a way more of a sentimental thing for me, and that's that every Sunday, well not every Sunday, but a lot of Sundays after church, and when this is when I went to church with my grandparents who I was very close to. Uh, we would go to McDonald's and we would eat McDonald's, and it just has such a great memory that I have of them, especially now that they're both past. So it just sticks with me, just how so you know McDonald's will always have a special place to me, just just for that alone. So yeah, uh, McDonald's is pretty great. I mean, obviously, uh, we know a lot of stuff about you know nutrition and such now, uh, and there's better choices you can make, even at McDonald's itself. Like there's so many. They've done a decent job of trying to put some healthy stuff on the menu, though. If I'm being honest, I rarely ever look that way. Oh, for sure. But yeah, uh, they, a lot of people yeah. have been health conscious. But um, uh, all it takes is a viewing a supersized me to kind of actually, you know what? I, watching supersized me has never turned me away from McDonald's. In fact, it made me want to no. eat it more. <laughs> yeah, it backfired. If that's if that's what it was trying yes. to do, <laughs> it, it it backfired terribly. Great, great. great well, yeah, video, I think everybody but. knows. I think. I think everybody knows if you eat any fast food or anything like that on a daily basis for every meal, it's not good for you. I mean, for crying yeah, out loud. I was like, what do you expect? You ate it, yeah, three times for three times a day for, uh, was it, they did like a month and you put on a bunch of weight and, yeah. yeah. No kidding. I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> D- dummy, tell me something I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, McDonald's, it, it, it really, it honestly changed the game. Uh, we're going to talk about some really cool features that McDonald's, you know, brought about in this episode. We we'll get into the history portion of it, but uh, it 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 changed it, it changed eating on the go. It, it was a really it was a revolutionary place, and uh, it, it yeah. still continues to revolutionize today with some of the just the various stuff it does. And and honestly, you know how efficient was you know what it, it was it was very convenient and efficient, especially throughout this whole COVID pandemic. A lot of restaurants closed, but Good old McDonald's staying open for you all hours of the day. <laughs> we got your back. Um, so uh, on that note, everybody, let's get into the history of McAdee's. It's big. It's mega big. And it's only at one place. 
McDonald's. Power up to save the world. Now you can power up at McDonald's. Because right now, when you buy something to eat, you can get a free Power Rangers power coin. 13 coins in all. But you might want to hurry, because you're not the only one who wants Power Rangers. All right, so the history of McDonald's starts uh, with two men, Richard and Maurice McDonald. Um, they moved from, in the 1930s, excuse me, late 1930s, uh, the McDonald family, the entire McDonald family, moved from Manchester, New Hampshire, to Hollywood, uh, where brothers Richard and Maurice began working as set movers and handymen at Motion Picture Studios. Uh, they did; they weren't the greatest fans of it, uh, but they did go on to uh, create like a little food stand. Their, their father, Patrick, actually opened a place called the Air Dome, which is a food stand, and it served hot dogs. Um, and then eventually they kind of moved on. Uh, in 1948, they realized that they wanted to, you know, make it theirs. So um, in 1948, they did. October 1948, they focused on their uh, – they just focused on hamburgers. They actually had a uh, – it's actually kind of funny. You know how Sonic is with the, with the, with the hip, the hip like, car hop drive-in? Um, yes. They – they had that. I don't know if they invented it, but they had that, but they didn't like it. Actually, they reference it quite a bit in the movie um, uh, Founder, which the Founder, which I did recommend last time we were on here. Um, they mentioned that they just drew too much negative. You know, just teenagers. We all know how teenagers are. And uh, they got rid of it. They got rid of it because they wanted a more family. They wanted a more family atmosphere. <laughs> so, McDonald's is more like the old man. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Teenagers. <laughs> With their skateboards, yeah. making a mess. It was. It's. It's. It's pretty incredible um, that they they changed from that. Um, but they actually created a system, a streamlined system, uh, with a very simple menu at the time. You know, only hamburgers, cheeseburgers, potato chips, coffee, soft drinks, and apple pie. And after the first year, potato chips and pies were swiped, swiped, excuse me, swapped out for French fries and milkshakes. And they actually showed this in the founder, too. They took all their original employees, and they found the most efficient way to make burgers. And they made it very quickly. So as soon as you order, it's readily available right there. Um, yeah, now is, yeah. Now, the one thing that really blew my mind when I was doing research for this, too, and you just mentioned it there, kind of offhand even, but it just blew me away. Uh, I think one of the most iconic things about McDonald's besides the Big Mac is their fries. Yes. And they didn't even have fries for like the first bit of their existence. And that just, <laughs> my mind exploded when I realized <laughs> that. Like, it's just so weird. I can't even imagine going there, and I'm sure, and I know people do it, going there and ordering anything and not getting fries with it. Like, it just doesn't make sense to they're, me. They're great. I love I love McDonald's fries hot off, you know, hot out of the, the fryer. Yeah. When yes. they get cold, a fresh McDonald's, get cold, a fresh yeah. McDonald's fry is the bee's knees. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, when they're cold, uh, it's hard to redeem them. But um, regardless, yeah. yeah. So they eliminated the car hops and made it a essentially a self service operation. Um, you come up, you order, and bam, your food's right there. And it was a very very effective business model that put a lot of money in their pockets. Um, when they, uh, as of December twelfth, nineteen forty eight, uh, which is just two months after they 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 just became pretty much the burger joint and cut out the car hops. They officially they just changed it to McDonald's. Um, that was their thing. On April 1952, the brothers decided they needed an entirely new building in order to achieve two goals, uh, further 
efficiency improvements and more eye-catching appearance. And uh, they actually they designed the Golden Archers, excuse me, the Golden Arches, but um, and they tried to they tried to open up another store and it didn't work out. So they they actually nixed plans on it for a little while. Um, but they created the Golden Archers in the early 1950s. Um, yeah, they, they, which by the way, this is not part of my. Uh, facts later on but i did see this when i was researching by the way the mcdonald's golden arches is legit more recognized around the world than the uh, holy cross is i can believe it i i certainly can believe it um it's like when you know when the beatles said they were bigger than jesus i think mcdonald's might be able to actually <laughs> it might be bigger that. than the beatles uh i could definitely believe that it is a very very recognizable those golden arches are fancy and they don't have too many of those anymore um I think I don't know if they still have one. We had one in, around here in Amherst, by the uh, our one of our malls around here. They had one. They had the Golden Arches, but I don't know if it's still if they still have the Golden Arches. It's a, I mean, all the McDonald's down here have them. Yeah, all of them up here do not. I know the one that I grew up going to. It's a very. It's not a classic McDonald's shaped building at all, and. Well, yeah, they they redeveloped them, so yeah, they they have a much more modern, and it's not a very, it's not really the most inviting kind of building style, but food is food. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, like you, <laughs> McDonald's, it, that classic look has really sold me. You know, on McDonald's, it, it's uh, it it gave it a definitive look that a lot of buildings and other companies just don't have. Um, but yeah, that was created in, in 1952. Uh, and then once they actually started to get going, they started to get a little popular. Uh, Burger King and White Castle started to emerge, and they they pretty much followed their strategies to establish their own little bit of a foothold. Here's what th- yeah, which happens with anything, right? If anything gets big, that's kind of new on the scene. You're you're going to have oh, every, it's just what's going to happen every single time. Uh, yeah, we can't tell you. We can't tell you, you awesome listeners, how many imitators of Roger Pop there are. There's got to be. Well, I'm making it up. There's got to be at least a thousand. <laughs> hey, I know one who did it out of respect for our show on our own network. <laughs> uh, okay, we, we copy ourselves <laughs> on our own network. No, Salvador. <laughs> <laughs> no, our uh, our good friend Andrew Lenz loved the show so much. That's why he actually created uh, his Let's Talk But No Politics Okay show. So um, that that's at least the- yeah. Go check it out. Yeah. I think. I've been on there before. You have, so, so have I. Uh, we actually did an episode together. So I invite you guys to go check that out. He actually, at least that's been my understanding that he, you know, he liked it so much. Um, and he created his own kind of version of it. Uh, but he's probably just being honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably, probably just being. He, he's a good dude. Um, 1954 is when everything really starts to take a turn, though, because this man by the name of Ray Kroc. Ray yes. was Kroc. he full of that? Uh, he's kind of an a-hole. At least that's the way the founder yeah. portrayed him as. Um, he could be, he could be. Um, he actually kind of was. He used to go. Do, he used to. He was a traveling milkmaid machine seller. That's what he did. He went to different businesses, buy his car, and try to sell milkshakes, milkshake machines. Um, but he came into. He found out that McDo- the McDonald's brothers were using eight of his machines. <laughs> Uh, well, Where's milkshake machines always uh, not working? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to you, every time I want a milkshake from McDonald's, the ice cream machine's not working. I, brother, let me tell you something. <laughs> every time it's I ridiculous. go, every single time I go, there's always an issue. Um, every time. <laughs> but uh, 
but yeah, so Ray Kroc came. He 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 was curious. He went to go check out the restaurant, and he fell in love uh, with how they, you know, with how they were operating. You know, he was first. He was flabbergasted that they were using eight of his machines at once, uh, and he was like, "Whoa, that's it's it's crazy." Are you sure you guys said eight? And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." And so he went there. He introduced himself, and they actually showed him the whole process of how they go about making food so quickly and efficiently. And uh, he he bought in. He, he he bought in, and he kept pressing him and pressing him and pressing him. And uh, he's like, "Hey, I want to be a business partner. I want to I want to help franchise this you know this thing. I think you have something really special here, and you guys can make a ton of money." And uh, they were skeptical, but uh, you know they they. they they just wanted to focus on their own place, but uh, eventually Croc wore him down, and he, they signed an agreement, and he became an official partner. He just expanding, um, it, just tons and tons of expansions. I'm actually very curious. I don't know if our, I wonder if our notes. Um, I'm not sure if our stats today lists how many sh- uh, different places he opened up, but um, suddenly it just went, you know, it went from you know just California to. Uh, you know, Arizona, Chicago, Illinois, you know, it's, it, it, Chicago and Illinois. Uh, that's how that works. But, (laughs) but yeah, he, he really expanded it and, and made it a nationwide success. Ray Kroc, you know, just tired of being the driving, you know, the guy driving from town to town and, and, and trying to make a sale. And, uh, he, he found his footing and he did really, really well. He gave him a lot of, gave him a lot of trouble along the way too. Um, let's see here, but, you know, eventually he wanted to, uh, he, he butted heads with the McDonald's brothers quite a bit. In the early 1960s, McDonald's really began to take off. Um, and it actually McDonald's and, and drive throughs and fast food, it really grew because the U S automobile industry was, was coming up big. This was a huge, there was a huge core, uh, correlation between, uh, U S automobiles with, uh, suburbanization and the, uh, development of the interstate highway system, and it was just it just became a natural fit. Uh, but they had different visions. They had different visions of the company. Croc was a little bit more aggressive. Where uh, Ray and um, oh, excuse me, Rich and, and Mac, they had a little bit more. Okay, let's pump the brakes. We're, we're, we might be expanding too big, and uh, it eventually uh, led to a huge split. And uh, he asked them how much money they wanted to leave, uh, wanted to leave their business to him entirely. And uh, in fact, I think it was uh, which one of the brothers had a heart attack. They showed this scene in the founder. It's in that movie is I'm going to reference it a lot. Um, but uh, there was some accurate there was some, uh, you know, accurate portrayals in there. One of them had a heart attack and he visited him with a fl- uh, flowers and and offered him or something a deal to buy the entire company out. Um, I think the movie might have made him look a, a little bit more hostile than it actually was. But, um, but yeah, so regardless, the brothers asked for $2.7 million, which is about uh, $21.6 million today, um, while Croc, uh, which Croc did not have. And they eventually, he, he got in touch with a, some kind of banker. He raised the funds and eventually, uh, eventually, took it over and uh there apparently it was a handshake deal as well which is which i find pretty interesting that ray Kroc never honored uh which is pretty scummy on his part but 
let's look at take a look at some of the different growths here. Um, there's so much. Always, always kind of think of anybody who uh, is has a pretty successful and big business at some point in their business career, they've probably done something at least a, a little scummy. Oh, probably. That's kind of unfortunately the nature of the yeah. beast. But, um, but yeah, I mean that's really, the, I mean that's the backstory. That's really the backstory behind McDonald's. Everything after that, it's a lot of. Uh, Oh, excuse me. It's just a lot of, you know, expansion, you know, some of the different, uh, you know, menu items that, that McDonald's had added. Uh, let's, let's see. We'll take a look at that. So 1968 was the Big Mac, which was, you know, this huge, ad, you know, this, this huge step forward in, in involving what the menu was going to look like. Egg McMuffin came out in 1973, Happy Meals in 79, and Chicken McNuggets in 1983. Uh, it has a very, very rich history. And like I said, I'm not going to go through every little expansion um, that they have in here. There's, we can go on, honestly, forever. But uh, the 60s were a huge, huge decade for the McDonald's brand. 90s, it slowed down a little bit, but uh, it, it, it kind of bounced right back up. Um, I mean, I guess in a nutshell, you know, it, I think in the eight looks well, here. Let me rephrase. Back in the eighties, they started to you know with the uh, they they really started to connect uh, with certain big projects. They wanted to uh, uh, have their ties to certain movie franchises or whatnot to really get some big time uh, you know Happy Meal toys and and so much more. That became very very prominent in the eighties and uh, even more so in the nineties. Uh, you know, they had tie-ins with, like, Jurassic Park, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, as we've mentioned. Uh, I remember growing up, and there was the Batman and Robin cups. I think they had Flintstone cups as well. A uh, lot of good stuff. A lot, uh, lot of good connections. But, um, you know, there's been multiple leaders since Croc, uh, since Croc left. But um, regardless, that's, I mean, that's the, the, the basis of the McDonald's as we know it today. Uh, it's been a pretty significant and steady growth. It's just business, uh, you know, they haven't really changed their model too much. Just the foods that they've added and just the number of stores. Nowadays, there's probably, at, you know, in Niagara Falls alone, there's, I believe, yeah, there's two McDonald's, uh, all within, I think, five minutes away from each other, and it's, uh, it, they're they're everywhere and they're very very recognizable. So, um. On that note, let us jump into the Matt's Stats portion of this show. Hammer? Uh, Hammer. Monkey wrench? Can't do. Why not? The monkey's not done with it yet. Now you can go wild over Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park with a Happy Meal from McDonald's. The runningest, flappingest, prancingest, choppingest Happy Meal ever. One toy saluting Disney's most adventurous theme park in each McDonald's Happy Meal you buy. Did somebody say McDonald's? All right, everybody. Like I said, I didn't want to delve too much into that because Johnny and myself both have an incredible... Um, an incredible amount of <laughs> information to pump towards you in here, like like the hormones and the old McDonald's food. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, so we uh, we've supersized our information. <laughs> yes, we have. Yes, we have. Um, all right, so 
uh, I'm using some uh, stats and facts. One of these from expandedramblings.com. Uh, I'm going, and it goes back to 1994. Uh, we're going to take a look at the number of McDonald's that are in the world because there are there are literally McDonald's every just about every single country in the world. Um, it, it's it's pretty remarkable. All of them serve different types of food too, which I'm which I think is is pretty interesting. Uh, in 1994, there were 15,899 total restaurants uh, across the world. And uh, let's see. So that was that's their first unit of measurement. 1996, 20,000. So they're expanding, expanding, expanding. Uh, 20,884 total restaurants. I'm just going to hit like the 5,000 uh, increment mile marks here. 1999, they crossed 25,000 with 26,309 uh, total restaurants across the globe. 2001, 30,000. Uh, it seems, uh, yep, 30,093 total restaurants. There was a, it's, Slowed down a little bit, uh, and honestly, they could not escape the 31,000s until uh, 2009 after that. Uh, but they didn't cross their next plateau until 2013, uh, where they hit 3, 000, or excuse me, 35,429 total restaurants. Uh, currently, as well as of 2019, obviously we'll get our stats. You know, McDonald's will release their stats at the end of 2020. I'm sure there wasn't a whole lot of growth, but across the world, 38,695 total restaurants, which is uh, pretty, it's, it's insane, insane. Uh, I, saw, I, saw one, I saw one stat, and forgive me if you were going to say this, but I saw one stat that if you live in the United States, you are never farther than a, over 150 miles away from one. I believe that. I, I believe that. No, I did not have that. I did not have that all ready to go. Um, that is, is probably very accurate. You see them all the time. You, you could drive on a thruway for like 20, 30 minutes, and there's always like a, uh, a sign for McDonald's, whether it's like a thruway rest stop or if you get off and, and go there. Um, so, yeah, so it, lots and, and, you know, just so many across the world. Like it's, it's, it's really, truly unbelievable. Uh, number, this is updated on June 18th, 2020. All right, these are some other stats here. Approximately 25 million customers across the globe are served by McDonald's every single day. Whew. Um, in the in the United States, there are about 14,000 restaurants. So, um, so yeah, they're they're have they're around their 1993 numbers. You know, just the United States alone, and everything else is all expansion uh, across the world, which is pretty um, pretty crazy. McDonald's actually hit used to have uh, 90% ownership of Chipotle, which I found. Kind of interesting. Uh, number of eggs McDonald's USA buys annually, about two billion. It's a lot of eggs for those egg McMuffins. Uh, average numbers of uh, excuse me, average number of hamburgers sold at McDonald's per minute globally, seventy five a minute globally. That's that's good working stuff. Um, amount of fries McDonald's sell every day globally, nine million pounds of fries i want to dive into nine million pounds of fries we're gonna, we're gonna scrooge mcduck into those <laughs> yes. fries yes 100 <laughs> percent uh there are roughly 550 million big macs sold annually which is a lot of big macs it's a lot of beef my favorite it's my favorite drunk i don't even like i don't even like pickles but I'll, i will eat pickles if it because it's my favorite drunk, drunk food big macs uh McDonald's hires about one million workers annually. 
uh, globally, 1.9 million employees. Uh, that's an astounding amount of people. I know we have billions and billions of, po- of people, you know, across the world, but uh, to be able to employ 1.9 million people is, is you know, it, it speaks a lot. Uh, McDonald's has uh, restaurants in 120 countries. 93% of McDonald's restaurants are franchise restaurants. Uh, and the actual number of that is 35,085. So 35,085 McDonald's restaurants that are franchises. Uh, percentage of McDonald's restaurants in the United States, 40%. Percentage of McDonald's global revenue that comes from the United States, 32%. So their big bulk of their mar- their revenue comes from the rest of the world. Uh, China has 2,223 locations. Um, oh, man. McDonald's. Let's see, number of McDonald's you can mobile order. Oh, okay. Uh, you can mobile order from 22,000 McDonald's. That's uh, that's a lot. That's pretty cool. I, I see a lot of people kind of going for that route anyways. Uh, let's take a look at their McDonald's revenue going back to 1994. Uh, and we'll, we'll kind of do that five, you know, the increments of five, uh, as I stated. 1994 was their earliest me- unit, uh, year of measurement, $8.32 billion earned which is still just an insane amount of money. 1996, they crossed 10 points. They crossed 10 with $10.69 billion. Uh, 2002, $15.4 billion earned. And uh, in just a couple years, they crossed the $20 billion plateau with uh, $20.46 billion in 2005. Uh, 2011, they crossed the, uh, they hit $27 billion in revenue. Which is just insane, uh, and that was let's see, their peak year was 2013, 28.1 billion dollars. Last year they said they fell a little bit, 21 billion um, earned by them. Oh, the shame! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How will they ever survive? <laughs> what do you mean we only earned 21 billion this year? <laughs> <laughs> we got to feed our families. <laughs> Uh, here's some other stats. Uh, 2,956 restaurants, uh, McDonald's restaurants in Japan, 1,261 uh, McDonald's restaurants in the United Kingdom, 1,443 in Canada. Uh, the average wait time at a McDonald's drive through 208.16 seconds. That is bull crap. I just tried to get a happy meal, and I can assure you that was not the that was not the wait time. I can. do you know do you know what restaurant has just a smidgen faster? Who's that? Wendy's. Oh man, they are great. We, yeah. Have you tried their breakfast yet? No, I have not. I I, lo- I like Wendy's quite a lot. I just haven't had a chance to go out there for breakfast. I highly recommend Wendy's breakfast. Highly, it's probably my favorite one out of every one of them. Honestly, well, so um, that's saying that's saying quite a bit. Uh, let's see here. Seventy uh, eight hundred restaurants, uh, McDonald's restaurants offer delivery. Forty seven countries offer McDonald's delivery. Uh, the number one item ordered through McDonald's delivery service is the double cheeseburger. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's the most common one. It's the it's and it's and it's not expensive. It's you know it's fairly cheap. Yeah, it was on the value meal for the 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 for the now it's a value meal before it was or value menu not before it was the dollar menu. Damn inflation. Yeah. Uh, number of McDonald's monopoly pieces <laughs> that were printed in, uh, are printed usually when they run this game five hundred million and nobody seems to win. Crazy. 
Uh, well, that's because if you go to there's an episode of of a uh, History Creeps that's a cheap plug from other show <laughs> where recover when the when they first did that promotion with Monopoly it was well the first few times they did it uh, a couple guys were kind of running a whole thing with it and they were scamming it and McDonald's started noticing that all the winners were coming from like a certain area oh. and, and they all happened to wink wink know each other uh, and they found out the mob was kind of involved oh. <laughs> It was a whole big thing, yeah. It's very interesting. It's actually a really good... I'm blanking on the name of it, but there's a really good documentary about it on uh, HBO Max. So I highly recommend. <laughs> that That is phenomenal. Um, I'll have to look that up. That's uh, when the mob gets kind of involved. That is, uh, that is, that is something. Um, <laughs> uh, and that's kind of... Uh, oh, here's some other ones. McDonald's uses over 2,000 pounds of beef and 2,500-plus eggs every minute. French fries and Big Macs are the most selling and most popular items, uh, most popular McDonald's food items. Uh, the ten, top 10 best-selling, you most-selling McDonald's food items from 2020. Uh, French Number one is the French fry. Number two, the Big Mac. Three snack wraps. Four Happy Meal. Five Egg McMuffin. Six Apple Pie and Apple Slices. Number seven, Chicken Nuggets. Number eight, Premium Salads. Number nine, double cheeseburger, and number ten, McGriddle's breakfast sandwich. So, um, so that is the Matt stats portion in a nutshell. Um, let's head on over to Johnny's. Did you know? <laughs> Making a happy meal with Ronald and friends. <laughs> Ta-da! Rebel hot fries coming through. Okay. Uh, Ronald, the happy meal isn't happy yet. Gucci, Gucci, goo. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed a good tickle. <laughs> and now, straight for my McDonald's Happy Meal, please welcome the stars of Epcot, like the merry Mexican Donald and the funny Frenchman Pluto. One toy with each Mickey and Friends Epcot Adventures Happy Meal you buy. Let's hear it for my sister and Goofy. She's the one on the left. All right, so, of course, uh, just FYI, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it on the recording, but... One of my neighbors decided they need to mow grass right now. <laughs> uh, so just uh, just remember that, and I'm sorry. I have no control over them. They do what they want. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, interesting facts about McDonald's, and some sometimes they kind of contradict themselves, and I'll get into that as I'm going along. Uh, I think anytime anything's big, like McDonald's, then, you know, it, it's just like some things are myth, and it's, you know, it's the telephone game type of deal. Uh, okay. Let's go back to the year 1975. You alluded to this, Matt, but there was a McDonald's in uh, Sierra Vista, Arizona, that put in the restaurant's first ever drive-thru. To, and they did this because there was a local military base there. And during this time, the soldiers there were not allowed to leave their cars while in fatigues. So uh, the McDonald's was like, we need to, uh, that's a big client base there. And they figured out a way to do it, so they put in a drive-thru. Hmm. It's and, and now you can't. Now I can't even think of a McDonald's without a drive-thru. It just doesn't make any sense. I used to have a drive-thru phobia. I hated it because every time I'd get order from the drive-thru, it'd be wrong, just absolutely wrong. I always hated it because I was, for whatever reason, always afraid I was going to drop something. <laughs> yes. And one time I did. I dr- <laughs> one time I did. I dropped a ten-dollar bill, uh, and it was, uh, and I couldn't open my door to get out because I was right next to the window. <laughs> It was a horrible situation. Um, 
probably the one of the worst situations anybody's ever been in ever. Uh, you know, don't don't at me. It's it's called a joke. <laughs> uh, there are more McDonald's than hospitals. Really? Uh, which yes, which makes which doesn't make sense uh, for as much as we hear about McDonald's and I love you McDonald's, but we probably need more hospitals to accommodate for as much McDonald's <laughs> as we eat. Uh, <laughs> bah, yeah, I know. Uh, you, <laughs> so so many you, you said that you, so many people eat yes. that. And- you said this already. You said this already. McDonald's did at one point own uh, close to 90% of Chipotle. Uh, that wasn't even – I mean, that, they were kind of in from the beginning of Chipotle too. Uh, but they uh, decided to sell all their shares uh, so they could focus primarily on a McDonald's. Mm. Mm. All right. So now one of the big things about McDonald's is their Cokes, their Coca-Colas. And how they, for whatever reason, they have a different, a sweeter taste to them. Uh, only at McDonald's is the Coke syrup, you know, the actual syrup they put into their machines to make those, is actually delivered in stainless steel tanks. And this is to, quote unquote, preserve its freshness. You, Apparently, in other places, it's transported in like plastic bags and stuff. You could taste the difference. I don't know what, yes. it, it, it's got to be that. Um, I've legit, I will, there's something about having. Coke or Coke products at McDonald's that are way better than anywhere else, like McDonald's. It's just not the same. It's not the same at all. Yeah, I, I contend that I contend that overall fountain drinks are, no matter where you're at, are usually taste better than getting them like in a bottle or whatever. I think, but um, in Sweden, in good old Sweden, uh, there is a McDonald's with a ski through instead of a drive through. <laughs> there's a ski through. <laughs> Uh, in New Zealand, there is a McDonald's that actually has inside it, as part of the decor, uh, a retired aircraft, like an entire giant airplane. Uh, there's one near me in Asheville that has like a giant grand piano in it, and it's like a two-story McDonald's. It looks way more fancier than it should look. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's really close to the Biltmore House, which I think they're kind of building upon that that type of thing, because the Biltmore House is a big uh thing for a lot of tourists to go to uh the queen of england actually owns a mcdonald's it's not clear she ever actually goes there though good for her uh some yeah might as well right make some money man <laughs> uh, some some countries have actually banned mcdonald's uh, one of those being bermuda just for example so there's actually a whole list of countries that will not allow mcdonald's uh, in in their country mm. um the filet fish the very famous filet fish which is a sandwich I actually really like. I just rarely order it, but I do like it. Uh, was uh, actually invented because of Lent. Apparently, in this place in Ohio, there was a lot of uh, a lot of Catholics there, and one of the uh, one of the guys who ran one of the uh, McDonald's up there noticed that during Lent they were not selling as many uh, burgers and such, and that led to them uh, selling fish. So that's how that happened. The Chicken McNugget. The one of my all-time favorite things uh, has uh, forty ingredients in it. Oh my god! <laughs> which blew me away. Uh, the McRib, my absolute favorite thing there, has close to seventy uh, ingredients in it, and none of which is actually a rib. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the absolute truth. Uh, it's actually a part of the pork so- uh, shoulder. I think they oh, where most of it comes okay. from. Um. The I'm going to go on a little bit of a tirade about the McRib because it's my favorite thing. Uh, 
the uh, McRib kind of came about. Here's one of the things I was talking about where it's goes back and forth. If you look up Chicken McNugget, you even said it that it came out in uh, 83, yeah, what yeah. You said? yeah. But uh, apparently, I I don't know how this says this, but a couple of different other sites I saw this because I confirmed it with another couple other sites. Uh, they said that the reason the McRib was even conceived of was that there was a uh, like a shortage of chicken McNuggets because the, it was so popular at one point that the chicken farmers couldn't even keep up with it. Interesting. Uh, but they were, but they said this was in like eight. But the McRib was invented in like eighty one. So I don't know how true that is. It's just one of the things I saw in a couple of different places. Um, the Mc, well, yeah, this, the McRib, I already kind of said this. McRib is actually, uh, they call it restructured meat technology. That's what they call it. I love when they put stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's great. The, that's it. Yeah, like uh, it's like when you go buy cheese, try to go buy cheese at the store, and they're like cheese product, or <laughs> it's it's never just what you, they you believe it is. Never yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, at any time, any restaurant, any McDonald's restaurant can order the ingredients for the McRib, uh, but they feel that its strength is in how limited availability it has. So that's why they keep doing it because it sells well when they do that. And I guess I get it, but you know, my love for the McRib will never end. Interesting. Um, that's it. Actually, has a cult following. They claim it has a cult following. Um, Willard Scott. We're done with McRib now. We've that's enough McRib. And for I'm me. hungry. Uh, Willard Scott was a weatherman for the Today Show, but he was also the first to portray Ronald McDonald in television ads. Uh, however, he, <laughs> however, he was later fired for being, and I'm quoting this, too fat. <laughs> That's a that's a pot called the kettle black. Uh, right, but that'll say that's like their mo. <laughs> that's their mo. Yeah, they love they lo- Oh wow. Right. Yeah, obviously I'm not going to mention them all, but there's during their long time of existing, uh, the Happy Meals had some very strange toys <laughs> at some points. Um, like one of them was the Ronald McDonald plastic hand puppet, and it's like a it's it's really cheap piece of plastic with Ronald McDonald on it. Uh, you can find pictures of it, and it's really cheap on eBay. Like, you can get one for 6 bucks. Go have fun with that. Uh, I remember these, Matt. I don't know if you're old enough to remember these, but uh, Michael Jordan had a big-time deal with McDonald's. At one time, he had, like, the Jordan fitness toys. <laughs> so there were fitness toys in your in your cheeseburger Happy Meal. Like, it has, like, a... I don't remember that. And if I did get it, I was probably I mad afterwards, honestly. <laughs> and I blocked it out of my memory. Watch. <laughs> a stopwatch, a, a frisbee, uh, all those different, all, all those different kinds of things. Um, yes, uh, you remember the movie? Because everybody remembers this movie. It was a is a big hit. Shark, a shark's tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being I'm being sarcastic. It's an animated. It was an animated movie. I think Will Smith did one of the voices. Uh, but there's one of the toys that's the jellyfish. And Matt, I encourage you to Google this thing to see what it looks like because I. Because it it looks like something that you could you could find in one of those um, one of those adult stores. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah uh, for uh, for anyone's pleasure, I guess. Hold on, I'm a, I'm gonna take a gander. I'm gonna take a gander. Um, yeah, the McDonald's Shark Tail Jellyfish, and it's even purple for of all things. <laughs> 
Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I encourage anyone to look this up. Uh, This was a child's toy. Fudge out of here. Oh (laughs) my god. My wife. But my my favorite thing. Maybe it's a way for for y'all to have uh, an, a, a thing you can do together. <laughs> now here is <laughs> here's my favorite toy though that I found, and that of course is the McDonald's and I kid you not, tickle feather. <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally it's like a it it it's shaped to look like a feather, and it literally has the M the, the famous M, and the words tickle feather on it. Oh. Okay. It is amazing. So uh, there's just some. You can actually find plenty of lists of even more strange toys and even some that were that were controversial, just like the shark's tail one, I'm sure. Um, th- there's been plenty of times where the, the, the Happy Meal toy has gone kind of past its its uh, its surroundings as just a toy, <laughs> you know. So, uh, so that is... There's just so many more that I could have listed here of McDonald's facts, but I wanted to—I didn't want to do too many. So there are your McDonald's. Uh, did you know, Matt? I think it's time for us to, uh, you know, start loving it and get into where McDonald's, uh, you know, exists in pop culture today. Ready for a McDonald's cheeseburger? Can't wait, Ronald. <laughs> Can't wait, Ronald. Quick, hamburger. Took our lunch. Don't worry, I'll catch him. Come back here. Uh oh. Yikes! Bye bye. He's getting away. Feel pop up. Let's see. Yes, it is that time, and what a very important, uh, what a very important discussion, I think, too. Uh, the effects of McDonald's. You know, food food back in the day, you know, it it, it wasn't like a it wasn't like a, a lifestyle. Like I, I it wasn't a lifestyle is basically what I'm trying to say. Uh McDonald's has superseded and crossed into the mainstream and it's been that way for probably about 40 50 well jeez, it's probably been 50 60 years is more of an accurate statement. Uh it's in like it has its hands in everything, every little thing. Uh, whether you know, it, you, you always you can always find some kind of advertisement, you know, in some kind of movie. Just about, um, you know, they're so big that they don't need to anymore. But uh, you know, th- their impact on on just pop culture, I guess it's it's really hard to deny. Ronald McDonald is really one of the the first major, uh, you know, fast food mascots that I've ever been. Uh, you know, I, I would dare say just mascots in general. Yeah, you know, first mascots in general, but I mean, even still, one that I've been exposed to, and he does such a go- a good job. I mean, I remember watching commercials back in the '90s and early 2000s and seeing uh, Ronald McDonald have hearts to hearts with these these little children, and <laughs> I was like, you know what? Did you ever? Did you ever? Because I was, I got to do this uh, ever. Like, you would have a Ronald McDonald come to your local McDonald's. And you get to meet them. I got to do that. Did you I really? This. Oh, I never heard. I yeah. never had that happen. That's really cool. That's actually really cool. But it, it's it's such a. I mean, it's a, it's such a smart marketing ploy, you know. And look look what's it, 
uh, aim for the children. It's make it family themed, make it kid themed, and the parents will come too because they have no other choice. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, and listening to screaming children, uh, McDonald's is it, it's it's place in pop culture history is absolutely undeniable. Uh, and I give a lot of credit too because they never be, <clears throat> they never been shy on trying new things and new new you know you know new menu items. Uh, there's been a lot of discontinued items and, and stuff in McDonald's history which. Uh, you know, we didn't get to go through, but they've always been, they're always pushing the boundaries. You know what I mean? They're always t- putting their toe across the line to try and see what they can, you know, what they can do um, as far as being a fast food and what catches on. And if it doesn't look good, they, yeah. they abandon it. I, I mean, heck, in other countries, they have like mainstay items on there that we've never even heard right. of for their McDonald's. For sure. I, I remember uh, one of one of my closest pals he went his his job sent him to Germany, and he said that there was a McDonald's in the uh, airport there, and he said it was just so much better than any McDonald's he's ever had here. That he ate there all the time when he was over there. And he was there for like almost a week. I think that's phenomenal. Uh, but he he said it was just so good. It had so many weird things on the menu. But he said even the burgers tasted different there. I can believe that. You know, they did uh, not. I think it was a couple years ago. They did some kind of like international menu. Um, you know, for for our, you know, for here, where they started introducing some different like styles of burgers from different countries, and I'm not sure how accurate right. they were, but it was a really cool, it was a really cool thing, and it did make you think. It's like, man, you know, I know there's McDonald's elsewhere, but I know they can't all be eating the same, you know, eating just like this, uh, you right. know, the, regionally, you know, just regionally different. I think that's the 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 coolest thing is that they've been adaptable. They've been 100% adaptable. Uh, I've been to Burger yeah. Kings in different parts you know, of the world, and they're all kind of the same. Uh, not too many different places, but uh, different places nonetheless. Like I've been to a Burger King in Puerto Rico, and it was all the same Burger King stuff. But the McDonald's in Puerto Rico was unique to that culture and lifestyle, and that speaks volumes. And that's why McDonald's is, is the most successful one. You know, uh, Burger King, Taco Bell, Wendy's and stuff, as great as they all are, uh, they can't. It's hard for them to. They compete, but they're like they compete, but they don't. Because McDonald's is just a, it, they're just a juggernaut. They they really are. I I think I think I don't remember when this was. I know it was recently that McDonald's was because it made the news was kind of dethroned as the top uh, fast food place. I think Wendy's overtook oh, really? it. I believe I could be wrong on this. I believe, but I will say to back up what you're what I believe you're getting at is that. McDonald's is so huge, uh, and globally, like not just here, so huge that if like it, it just kind of in, in, it just in, it it's the example of fast food. What I mean is like you know in some places when you say I want to get a, a soda, they'll just say a Coke, right? And because that just means that can mean any kind of soda, it can mean even a Pepsi, even you know for whatever. It just means you're getting a soda, and somebody says a Coke, you know what they mean. Uh, that's it's the example of the whole thing i think mcdonald's is, is that it's the example of every fast food uh just because you're saying you're going to you're going to get mcdonald's people oh he's getting fast food it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to mcdonald's <laughs> it's because it just represents everything now it's you know it's so huge it's definitely the first one to get that big for sure um and i and it's still spreading man uh i do not foresee it uh i can't think of a future without <laughs> mcdonald's because like you said they're one of the ones, and I think Wendy's does a good job of this too. But they're one of the ones, one of the one big businesses that does a good job of 
not just resting on its laurels and just kind of keeping the same old, same old. They they will try to adapt and they'll try new things. And I think that is vital uh, with any business. I mean, that's why some businesses are flailing right now. I mean, besides just obviously the COVID stuff, but I mean, even before that, some businesses were, were flailing like a you know GameStop we brought up before, just because uh, they kind of refused to adapt to how their industry was right, going. Right. Right. Uh, but you know, McDonald's. Adapts. I mean, they started having apple slices, and they have really good apple slices. By they're the way, they're fantastic. Apple I, good. My wife gets a. Yeah. She. She. My wife is a child. I mean, I'm a child too. But every time we go to McDonald's, she asks for a Happy Meal, and uh, gets the apple slice and chocolate milk every time. And it's like it's unique. It's like it's like different. Yeah, McDonald's paved the way with French fries and and you know a large drink. But now you're yeah, apple slices, and and chocolate milk. I mean, that's that's just ingenious. That, that's that's smart. Yeah. You're not doing this. Nobody else does that. Uh, you know, nobody else does that. And and I think it's a good way to, uh, yeah, it's it's a good way to be uh, fluid, I guess, with 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 the times, changing of the times, and what people are looking for. Yeah, very much so. I mean, and even now they do a lot of stuff with their app. I mean, they're not the only ones who have an app, obviously, but uh, they they do a lot of like interactive stuff with their app and stuff to kind of keep you going to their app, which is just smart business. Yeah. Because uh, all you gotta do is look at a uh, look at a, a a food, and you're like, "Hey, I want to get that food." Like it kind of puts it in your brain that, "Hey, I want to get that today." So that's just just smart to keep bringing people to your app where you're just advertising your food. So uh, I think even just for advertising, they are uh, one of the ones to look at for a great example of how you really put your brand out there. Because they were really smart; they would capitalize on like uh, big celebrities when they had the money for it when they got huge. Uh, you know, they were able to like get Justin Timberlake, for example, uh, you know, to just to sing the pa 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 pa, just to do that, and it just takes off, right? It's, so, yeah, uh, it's it's great. It it really, I mean, the celebrities helps it, and, and their their ability to you know the trying paving the way too with like connecting with like those big media properties, your Star Wars, you know, your Marvel and Power Ranger and everything else in between. You know, we've talked about the kids' toys so plenty, but. When you can have that, when you can be connected like that, uh, you're almost inve- you're almost you're just you're just setting you're just setting that yourself up for success. You really truly are, and I, yeah. I see a lot of companies you know kind of did that after McDonald's did that. At least in my personal and, opinion. Yeah, and and personally for me also, McDonald's is so big that like I even know what my friends will order if we go to McDonald's. Does that make any sense? Like. There's literally, they literally, there's a two cheeseburger combo. It's like just two little, you know, two of the regular cheeseburgers. Yeah. Side note, by the way, uh, those are the best because I don't know why they don't do it on their other burgers, but the chopped onions, how they chop those things, is perfect. Uh, they don't, they this when the onions are the best when they're chopped like that. That's that's when I love them. But uh, so he always, my buddy Adam always orders that. So now when I order it, I just call it the Adam Special because I know that's what he orders. So when I get it, I call it that. You know, even a rapper, I can't remember who he is because I don't follow rap anymore, but uh, even a rapper recently had struck up a deal with McDonald's where, like, you can order his meal that he always gets. Oh, that's cool. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, which is just smart for both him and McDonald's, honestly, getting more people to think about McDonald's. And one of the coolest things about that, too, is on his site, the rapper site, I'm blanking on his name, I wish I could remember. I bet people are screaming <laughs> at whatever they listen to this on the guy's name, but... Uh, he he's he's selling like uh, McDonald's merchandise with his, with his brain on there too, 
But one of the best things that he sold, and it's ridiculously expensive, though, just putting it out there. But because uh, I'm not going to pay tons of money for a T-shirt. <laughs> However, one thing that he just that I wish was cheaper because I want it so bad is there's a body pillow that looks just like a chicken McNugget. Oh like if you my just saw god! It, you would think it, you would think it's just a chicken McNugget for real because it's so perfectly done. <laughs> I'm googling this right now. But yeah. Yeah, please look it up. It's the chicken McNugget body pillow. It's it's fantastic, and it's like ninety bucks though. And I'm just I just can't do that. Uh, so uh, I I am with you. I think anybody knows this. McDonald's is here to stay. Uh, it's going to be here for a long time. I mean, it's just so convenient too, and there's so many of them. Um, I I think it'll be a long time before they see any sort of major hurt, in my opinion. So. Yeah, there'd have to be. Like I said, this this. You know this pandemic we've been going through. They they've had the perfect business model uh, to succeed for it. So I don't think they're going anywhere yep. anytime soon. You know it's just that's it's one of those things that are you know uh, in nuclear war the only thing that survives are probably going to be cockroaches and McDonald's. That's that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> hopefully hopefully they're not together. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they're not together. Um, well without a doubt, but. Uh, that is McDonald's, everybody. That is McDonald's in a nutshell. There is so much more to do. Again, I know I said it multiple times throughout the show. I highly recommend watching the movie The Founder. It has Michael Keaton in it. Uh, it involves several other recognizable stars, uh, and it tells a really good story about the transition between the Cro- uh, between Ray Kroc and the original McDonald's brothers, and it gives some history lessons and uh, and, and so much more. It's a fantastic movie. Last time I checked, it was on Netflix, so I invite you all to go watch that. But, uh, Johnny, what do we have in the works for next time? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the year, the month of Halloween. So in preparation, we're going to cover mm, Ghostbusters. <gasps> so who are you going to call? Ghostbusters, that's what we're doing next for Halloween uh, this is the month of October. This is when there's certain movies I have to watch during this time, just like with Christmas is two for me. Uh, Halloween's the same way. I've already watched Hocus Pocus. Ghostbusters is on my list, along with, of course, the very much the classic Ernest Scared Stupid. These are movies I must watch every year. Uh, but we're going to cover Ghostbusters, specifically the two movies. Uh, well, I'll say three. I'll even throw in the uh, later one. Uh, the three main movies with the fourth one coming. Uh, and we'll may, we may touch on the animated stuff, but there's a whole history with Ghostbusters and Dan Aykroyd and all that stuff. So it's what we're going to cover next time on Retrobop. I am so elated. Three big episodes right in a row for us. I'm loving it. Bat- oh, I didn't even mean to say that. Uh, I honestly <laughs> did not mean to say that. But uh, see, that's how McDonald's has influenced me as a social media person. But, yeah. Uh, listeners, yeah. <laughs> they, thank you so much for tuning in and your support, as always. And uh, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in to RetroPod. Oh, get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, the 
did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.